Hello, and thanks for joining us on the podcast that discusses all things gaming. Coming to you from the home of Gen Con and the gaming capital of the world, this is The Established Facts. This is Big Don. And this is Josh. And we are coming to you from Indie PopCon, the inaugural Indie PopCon, that is. And uh, we just hope to see everybody in the world uh, come on down here. Uh, prices are reasonable. You can get a three-day pass, and it's still early. So, Table 537, uh, right in the middle of all the artists, because uh, apparently Internet Alley was full. That's right. Uh, we thought we'd come over and set up a few games if people are interested. Uh, we're going to hopefully drop this on Saturday, just kind of give everybody an intro. I may even put it up later today. We'll see. Uh, I'm excited. I don't know about you, Don. Oh, I'm totally excited. Uh, it's going to be a good time. And- we, we got plenty of people here. You got your kids back here eating food. Uh, we got uh, Avital Guernsey as the TARDIS, and of course, your lovely wife. Um, we're open to hear from many people, people that have come over. Uh, as you know, dressed up or other artists, whatever it is, we're going to give them the opportunity to talk to us. Uh, Don, what is it you're looking forward to? Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to a lot of the cosplay. I mean, the nice thing is, uh, even though we are in an area where, you know, we're kind of in between an artist and a comic book artist and across the aisle from a couple crafty artisans, um, you know, the so far the costumes have been really cool, and that's it's kind of a cool place to be. We're right in the middle, in the back of the convention center, so everybody's got to come hang out and check out uh, the area that we're in, and so we get a chance to see a lot of really cool costumes, and uh, I think Wario just walked by, and uh, I saw a guy who was uh, in a 300 costume a couple minutes ago, and Bumblebee. Bumblebee is here. Well, there's some serious irony to that, because right on the end of our alley is an actual, like, yellow Chevy Camaro, and then watching yeah, him walk exactly. by was pretty entertaining. brothers, <laughs> you know. Well... You have to. You got you to <laughs> go show support. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, I mean, that and, you know, I'm really, to be honest, I'm really looking forward to uh, meeting a lot of really cool uh, industry people and, and just a lot of cool people that uh, share a lot of the same interests that we do with gaming. And um, it's going to be neat. It's going to be neat. We got a couple friends from other podcasts that are here. Uh, so we might even try and get a little bit of a blurb from them sometime this weekend. And we've got an interview on Sunday of the con. Still yet to be determined. That's right. <laughs> we have a time. We don't know how. We don't know who's going to be there. But um, if you are coming to Indie PopCon, especially if Josh drops the, he should drop the episode at least by tomorrow. Come down on Sunday. Check us out. Eleven forty-five to twelve forty-five is our interview on the live bro- uh, podcast stage. We would love for you guys to come down and uh, show us some podcast support and. Yeah. Well, the and interesting when it comes to podcasts, the Sam Ash stage has been set up, uh, and yes, I'm plugging Sam Ash because they provided all the equipment. Yeah, uh, that's been set up throughout the weekend. Uh, if I am correct here, the exhibit hall hours were Friday from noon to six. Uh, if you were here, I'm glad. And then Saturday, ten to seven, and Sunday from ten to five. Right. Uh, throughout the day, they're going to be doing VIP specials with the different um, guests that are here. There are the podcasts are going to be recording, interviewing the guests throughout. Uh, great shopping experiences. Please make it a point 
get out here, have some fun. Well, there's and, a lot of really cool uh, events going on outside of just the exhibit hall, too. So make sure you come through the exhibit hall and check out all the artists and the artisans and come say hi to us and let us know uh, that you're a listener. we got a bowl of candy for you, and you can play a game, possibly. Um, but uh, definitely check out some of the other events that are going on, too. They do, they're doing, I know they're doing a podcasting 101. Uh, for those of you who are interested in getting into the industry that, you know, makes gobs and gobs of free money. And uh, and then uh, there's I think there's cosplay uh, workshops and there's uh, a couple other uh, writing things. And there's a lot of really cool stuff going on. So definitely come down and check out the events. Uh, also, uh, for those of you coming down on Saturday, uh, there is an after party after 7 o'clock, um, which is kind of cool. It's free to anybody who gets a badge. Uh, and then there is also a VIP party. Uh, so come down, check out some information about that. And well, and uh, as in terms of gaming, uh, I don't know if it's our guys with the Hoosier Gamers or yeah, not. They're, is it they're them? One, they're, it's two groups, but one of them is the Hoosier Gamers. Well, uh, and they've group. got the, just a massive gaming hall over there. Everything from video games to board games to card games, all that stuff has been set up over there for people to play, try out, and uh, and enjoy. And I think they're going to be even tw- open, it's open the whole all, time. Yeah, the whole time. That's I think phenomenal. It's a Twenty-four-hour game every day. So. Well, that's the first time I've I've noticed that with the convention center. Maybe Gen Con will be able to Gen take Con advantage of something that. like that. Gen Do Con, they? Well, I mean, they have in the halls. They, well, they have. Um, Open gaming all night, and they have different areas for open gaming all night. But they've ne- they they shut down like certain areas, like the board game room and things like that, at a certain point. So it is kind of interesting to see that you know we've got a group of people, especially local people, that are coming in and they're taking over that hall and they're going to be rocking out with games all weekend from you know midnight to midnight to midnight to probably five on Sunday. I don't know. Whenever they're going to close. Six, is it five when they close? It sure is. Five o'clock on Sunday. So so it's going to be cool. I mean, we're definitely going to make it a point to get over there and play a game or two when we get a chance. But Well, people are slowly trickling in. Uh, hopefully we get some people to stop by. Uh, this is going to probably sound like a pretty a broken up podcast uh, for at least today. We'll probably check in every once in a while. And uh, so if it sounds a little disjointed, we apologize. But you know what? It's a con. We figured we'd give That's some right. updates along the way. So. Uh, with that being said, we're out for first time, and enjoy PopCon. That's right. Enjoy PopCon. See you guys. This is Big Don from The Established Facts. And this is Josh. And uh, this is kind of our day one midday update, uh, just kind of keeping everybody uh, at grips of What's going on in the con? We are at Indie PopCon 2014, the inaugural running of Indie PopCon. Uh, Josh, so far, what has been kind of a surprising thing that you've gotten a chance to experience? We, we've had quite a few people stop by our table um, discussing the, the different games. Of course, we've put out on our table a copy of Dungeon Roll, Munchkin, uh, Fiasco, and Pirate Flux, and... People are just intrigued, like, why are all these games sitting out here? And it's a great little conversation starter, uh... Even turned into a discussion again about the uh, Microsoft versus Sony, which has always been fun for us to talk about. We even have some people here right now. That's right. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Yeah? You enjoying yourself at Indie PopCon? Yes. Very good. Very good. Uh, well, we're, uh, we're just a local podcast. Uh, we're known as the Established Facts. We're from Indianapolis, Southwest Side. Um, we talk about all things gaming, um, anything from... Video game violence to getting new people into games and things like that. So, 
Uh, what kind of games are you guys into? A little bit of everything. Uh, I play a lot of RPGs. Okay. But I also play do a lot of like war games. Okay. So a bit like big board strategy games and things like that, like Axis and Allies and stuff. No, more like War Machine. Oh, so, oh, so yeah, miniature war games. Yeah, the miniature. Okay. Games. Um, do you play Horde? I play. I have a Signal Army and okay. a, and a Legion Army. Okay, so. very cool. I I got into that for a little while. I played. Uh, um, war Machine. You play that. <laughs> Was it the Russians? No. It's the Zealots. Ah, Menoth. Yes, Menoth. That's right. Protector to Menoth. Um, yeah, I played those for... I've actually got quite a few of those pieces. I've still got my choir and a couple of my jacks and stuff like Menoth that. So. is an interesting army. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like him at all. We have a couple of friends... We have a couple of friends that play Signar. because I play Michael. Yeah. And I don't like, and I don't like it that the Avatar doesn't have a Cortex. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna run my lancer up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna bash it. Do shield bash. It doesn't have a cortex. You could have told me that before I wasted those. Yeah, right. Yeah, awesome. Now my guy's dead. Thank you very much. You're awesome. You're a winner. Very cool. Winrar is you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I never got much into War Machine. I know I was definitely interested in it. I bought I bought one set, but I don't have the patience to paint anything. Um, and you didn't even have the patience to put them together. They're still in the box. I've seen the box. It's I pay. True. Don't feel bad. I I pay someone to paint my miniatures. Hey, you know, I thought about it, and I bet I could pay some of my friends to do it without any questions. Um, but I love War Machine because you like you buy a box set and I can play the game. Like, that's it. Yeah. That's what was yeah. really great, and that's what attracted me to Privateer as opposed to Games Workshop. Yeah. Because with Games Workshop, you have to buy the core rule book, then you have to buy the faction book. Then you have to buy the models, and you have to have at least. You have three to have models. at least three you colors, have, you have two, and you have to have yeah. two troops and, a, and an HQ squad. Yep. And then if you're going to make them tournament legal, they have to all be based. They have to all have at least three colors. You can yep. only use GW colors, and they're not too fond of kit bashing. And I love kit bashing. Right. And that's and I like that. It's like I can buy this box and put it together, paint it, and I'm done. Right. And that's a that's what. Um, a lot of those, a lot of games I've found are going to that. Yeah. Where it's like you play on a 4x4 board, yep. it takes two hours to put everything up, play, and take everything down. Yeah. So it's, it's, well, a, it's a really cool. And that's what Infinity is really great about that. Infinity. Infinity. I know. I haven't heard of that one. It's a war, it's a war game. Um, it's, you buy the starter set, and, you're, and that's everything you need. Squad okay. Special Forces Urban Tactics. Oh, very cool. It's very... It's very it's I like so it's a lot more. It's a lot more strategic in the way like that you play say, it. I like to refer to it as cover or religion. Everybody finds something because oh, okay. Because if you have more than four inches of unblocked terrain, that's like a kill zone. Right. And you have guys that are just you know sit there with a flamethrower and just open up. Yeah. So I mean, if this was the table, there would literally be stuff everywhere. It's not like a tree here and a hill here. There'd be stuff everywhere for cover. Oh, okay. Okay. They, they, we, there's a guy. So it's like real natural environments. It's like it's a lot of city. Okay. Urban. A lot of urban. A lot of, a lot of urban, urban, like you said. Urban. Yeah, okay. Um, what was that? The one that... I'm trying to remember the one that... Not Mordheim, but the 40K version of that. Where it was okay. Where hangers and everything. Yeah. Necromunda, that's what it was. Okay. Where it was very small... Right. ...kind of a game. Okay. But it's a very cool kind of... I like it. I, uh, there's a bunch well, of... Well, it sounds like it's probably a lot more fast-paced, too. It's like, the action is... Because well, it's closer what combat. is in... It's from Spain, Corvus Belly. Oh, okay. Does it? Okay. And in in Europe, 
since everything is so small there, you pay for two hours of a four by four table. Oh, okay. So and that's so it's based on playing on a four by four table. On a four by four table, and you have two hours to set everything up, play your game, and take everything down. If you're wow. There, I think you get maybe a couple minutes leeway, but if you don't, then you pay for that next two hours whether you use it or don't. Wow. So it's a very fast-paced game. It's very cool. It's, it's all D20. That's the only dice you. Oh wow. D20. Okay. And it's it's Wheel of Fortune or it's uh, Price is Right rules where you you have a target number and you try to get closest without going. Oh, okay, okay. So, and if you hit on directly on that number, then it's a critical. Hit. Oh, very cool. So it's a very kind. Of, it's very fast paced. You don't need a lot of models. Um, there's a, and if you like, there's they also have a thing called fact, uh, sectorial armies. Okay. Which are you familiar with? Kind of how the Imperial Guard played in 40k. Kind of. Where it's like you had the Cadians. You had the Cadians. You had the Harakani Warhawks. You had. Yeah. This is a similar thing, but like. The Yujing, which is the Asian, uh-huh. it's Chinese, but then they have a Japanese sectorial army where it's like samurai, okay, and okay, like Akira bikes. And oh, okay, they, okay. They, they look very much like Akira bikes. Okay, right on. So it's it's kind of a cool thing. Um, I play the Hakislam, which they're the they come from a desert planet. Okay. Um, they've gotten rid of all the fundamentalist fanatics in uh, in, in Islam, and it's more more of a back to the roots where it's a very Kind of oh, okay. So okay. There's a lot of doctors, which I suck at rolling saves. So okay. <laughs> so, so, so they're like, these guys have the best doctors. I was like, I'm taking them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. So, um, so, so it's kind of like the Mercs from it's a uh, lot, it's a lot like, like private, Mercs. like with the um, War Machine. Yeah, yeah with a, War Machine. It's a, lot, it's a lot like Mercs, where it's you know. You can play small. it with it. You can play it with a, a larger unit of of not even the same. No, section kind of thing. You have to play it with the same in the same. Uh, they do have mercs, which you can add. To oh, okay, army. okay. But you're like the sectorials. You play with all your all the. They're a, they, are they are a part of a. Okay. They are a faction. Like I, there's. Okay. With my, gotcha. With, with Hak Islam, there's two, essentially two different sectorials. They have they have the Bashi Bazooks, which are like um, essentially just. A lot of firepower laid down. Okay. And then they have the Hashishis, which are assassin sneaky types. Okay. And okay. So, and there's and they're coming out with new ones. They're coming out with, um, I think it's the Ariadna, which is that's the faction, and they're coming out with Americans for it. Oh, very cool. Which I don't know anything about it. Um, they've joked that they're going to be on four wheelers with. Te- with yeah. Which, <laughs> that sounds appropriate. That sounds think, appropriate. I would think is funny. But, yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's. That's- it's but there's um, the Ariadna. It's like Celtic, France, American. There's, there's it's like a conglomeration there's, of. Yeah, there were the first. There, Ariadna was the very first colony that Earth founded. And okay. And there's like a something happened, and they actually they're the least technologically advanced of the, okay. the faction. But they have like werewolves. Oh, okay. So it's almost more like they have like a magical. No, it's they're, they're like, they regressed. Oh, like, oh, gotcha. Okay. And they have, and they do have um, each faction has their own historical figure. Like the Ariadna has William Wallace. Oh um, yeah, man. There's a lot the I forget who it is that the, the Hakislam has, but there but he has he's like a he's not a fighter, he's a tactician, so he gives okay. a lot of bonuses to like the tactics. Okay. 
But it's a really fun game. It, it plays really fast. Very cool. All right. Well, what are your... Yeah. Infinity. Okay. It's by Corvus Belli. They're a Spanish uh, thing. They're a Spanish company. But they've made a lot... They've made a lot of uh, news over here with it being a very fast-paced kind of game. It's like, hey, I have my case. Let's play a game. Set right. You can, up, actually, you can actually play like, a tournament in six hours. Right. It's not like uh, GW where it's like you have to block off a whole day. It's like, right. I'm, let's set the stuff up Friday night, and then we'll come back here. Right. We'll play off Saturday, and then we'll go. And then hopefully we'll be done by Sunday. Right. Right. You can go. You can go in, get a game done, and that's cool. I, I, it took me two and a half hours for my first game. Oh, okay. So that, that's how quick everything. Yeah, that's really good. Learning. Yeah. All right. Very cool. All right. Yeah, I grabbed. I grab the card. So. And what are your what are your names? I'm Kurt. Kurt. Yeah. I'm Don. I'm Victor. Victor. And I'm Josh. Cool. That's right. That's right. I'm off. That's fine. Right on. All right. Take it easy, guys. Yep. And that's what I like most about yeah, com- right. popcorn. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That was cool. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, you know, th- we. It's kind of been our day since about 1 o'clock. We've yeah. had quite a few people come up and just kind of chat with us about games and grabbing business cards and hanging out and stuff like that. Again, still really good cosplay. There's more and more people coming in, and uh, I'm kind of excited about what's going to happen tomorrow on Sunday. It's going to be busy, busy, busy. So Let's hope so. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, there you go. The Established Facts Update 1 That's on right. Friday. That's right. Have a good one, guys. Yep. I'm, a, I'm an idiot, okay? I forgot to hit record beforehand. All right. We're doing an actual right. play with Teaspoon from Crit Confirm for Pirate Flux. I forgot That's to right. hit record. Shoot it's okay. me. It's all right. It's okay. All right, so the basic rule, draw one and play one. Uh, you're going to draw uh, yellow cards are rules, blue cards are actions, pink cards are goals, which will allocate or which will uh, coincide with green cards that are keepers or black cards that are creepers. Now, the only rule that you really have to worry about is the creeper rule. Whenever you have a creeper, if you draw one from the top of your uh, from the top of the deck, or you get one dealt to you in the beginning, you immediately have to play it on the on the table in front of you. However, you immediately draw a card to replace it as well. Okay. Now, the downside about creepers is unless the win condition or the goal matches with that creeper, you cannot win the game with that creeper and play in front of you. So that's that's okay. basically the rules of flux. So Josh is going to start, and then I'll probably help Joey with his turn. Then I'll go, and then. Uh, Cody slash Teaspoon is going to go. All right. I'm cool so, again, you start the game it. with uh, three cards. You draw one based off the current rule being draw one, play one. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and play one of my keepers, the Galleon. The Galleon. All right. All right, Joey, pick up your cards. Attention. Thank you. Thank you. If anyone had any questions about this being live, that was enough. That's right. All right. Now you're going to hold all these in your hands. Now, what card do you want to play? Do you want to play a green card, a blue card, or a yellow card? The blue card. All right. The blue card says draw two and use them. 
So you're going to set your hand aside, draw two cards off of there, and then we're going to play them, and then we're going to pick up our hand and continue our turn, which should just be the end of our turn. So this is going to go... The neat thing about this game is the cards pretty much tell you exactly what you need to do. It's handy. All right, so the cool thing about Flux is... When you play a new rule, the rule immediately comes into play. Okay. So we're going to, because we play the action card, draw to him and use them, the first thing we're going to play is a draw five. Okay. Which means I'm going to draw an additional four cards, because I've already drawn one for my turn, and those cards are going to go into my regular hand. Or Joey's, Joey's hand, I should sure. say. So you got four cards. Let's put these right here. And then the second card he's going to play is Tropical Island. So he is done with his turn. All right, Joe, hold on to these cards. And then your turn is after Josh, okay? All right, now it's my turn. Draw a card. So the new rule is only in play for your turn. Is that correct? No, the new rule is now the new rule. Okay. So it's the everybody's rule. Right. Three. Which four. makes it interesting, especially if you're in the middle of something and you change the rules for the next guy. Right, because... it can completely change your strategy. You know, there's all kinds of fun stuff like that. All right, I'm going to play play four. So we're drawing five and playing four. Okay. So the rules add up. Yeah, until somebody resets the rule or let's say you have a, a draw three. It will replace your draw five. The draw five will go to the dis- discard pile, and now we're drawing three and playing. Gotcha. Okay. So rules, rules replace similar rules. Other rules, similar rules. And unless there's something that says otherwise, it's almost always one of that type: one right. draw card, one play card, one goal card. Uh, but there are other things that change that. I'm going to play keeper limit four, which means you can only ever have four cards that are green. Mm-hmm. I don't think creepers count. Creepers uh, do not because okay. they're not keepers. Um, so you can only ever have four keepers in front of you at any one time. If you ever have any more than that, you have to discard down a four. All right, so that's my second play. Um, I'm going to go ahead and play a goal, which is sword and pistol. And literally, if you have the sword and the pistol in front of you at any time, mm-hmm. as soon as you have it, you win. Okay. That's how this game works. So that's why it can go pretty quick. Or it can go forever. Sure. <laughs> so Makes sense. And then I'm going to go ahead and play Gunpowder as one of my keepers. Fast turn. All right. So you're drawing five. My five. I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. Yep, I'll be here. <laughs> All right, so I got my five and I play And then you get four. to play four unless you change the play rule and then you can play as many as that tells you. Sure. All right, I'll do new rule. Okay. Play three. Okay. Draw three. Go ahead and throw that draw five into the discard pile there, and we'll just slide this right on top. There we go. The reason why you make sure to put it in the discard pile is there are actions that will actually say pull one from the discard pile, right. and that gives them the option to. Gotcha. That makes sense. All right. And I will do. The other nice thing is if you draw five and then you replace it with a draw three, you don't have to discard. So. Replace card, do whatever it says, and place it in the discard pile. Good. So everybody around me here. Is it a blue action card? Yes. Okay. I'll just do it. Take what you want. Use what you take is actually what it says. So I take a card from somebody's hand and I play it. So, Joey, lift up your cards in case somebody wants to take one. All right. All right. And now your action goes to discard pile. Okay. So, oranges. 
So that's your second play? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Um, I'll do shipwreck. What's that do? Yeah, all ship keepers and player discarded. Which means that my galleon from earlier gets destroyed. Yay. No. <laughs> and then I'll, uh, I'll do the cannon. All right. That's my turn. Alright, so the draw current three. rules again are draw three, play four, keeper limit four. So I'll draw three. Win condition is sword and pistol. You guys just have this under the table. Yeah, I we just have it on the table. I don't know if I knocked it off or not. No, you're good. No, we, we've got that big uh, vinyl sign there. I'm good now. I'm fine. I'm fine by myself. This is... Alright, well, I'm going to... My first play, I'll be put a keg down. Um, let's see. Uh, my next two plays are to go keeper limit two and then keeper limit three. Okay. So there's two. And then my final play will be to change the play four to play two. That's a jerk move. Sorry. All right, Joey, you're going to draw three cards. Draw two more. That was one. That was two. That's where I was for a second. There's three. Good job. All right. So, let me help you. Since we're human, our brains work on patterns. For all of you listeners, I'm playing with my five-year-old son in my lap, so. Gotta teach him young. That's right. That's right. Because of the ease of spotting you in your TARDIS costume, I now say that whenever I go anywhere with a group of four or more people, one person has to wear at least that hat. <laughs> all right. So the first thing we're going to play is this one right here, okay, Joe? guys. Uh, we're going to play Everybody Gets One. I went the other way. So we're going to take four cards. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Joey. You okay? So as I mentioned earlier. So as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, Avital is wearing her TARDIS costume and it includes a lit up camp light on, okay. attached to a well, bee. Choose one uh -oh. and give it to so, me. Easy to speak her. Choose one of those and give it to me. Like this, kind of awkwardly, one of like, these four. Choose one of those and give it to me. <laughs> or when she was carrying your your float back, she's like this. Because it goes past her shoulders. And choose one of these and give it to Oh, him. live podcasting while gaming. Choose one of those and give it to Josh. And then this one is yours, okay? All right, and then we have one more we can play. We're going to play the Cutlass. The Cutlass means we are halfway to winning. Yeah, almost. That's right. There, the five-year-old yeah. is halfway to winning with right. the sword and pistol, which means they must have the <laughs> pistol and the cutlass in their uh, keeper pile to win the game. <laughs> I've never done play-by-play -play for Flux before. This right? is pretty interesting. It is interesting. It's hard to do an audio. To a very, it's a very visual game, but it's also a card game. Yeah. I guess it's better than poker. Well, he's come out of there with uh, pocket aces and. Right. Oh, this is actually a... Heating up. <laughs> He's drawing. Oh, it's flipping over. <laughs> Here comes the river. That's right. All right, two plays. The colors, dude. The colors. <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and trash uh, the keeper rule. So go ahead and throw that in the discard pile for me. 
in a play. Well, he's finishing up his turn there. How, how's your con been so far there, Teaspoon? Good. It's been very eventful. Had some good interviews. Looking forward to Saturday. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be a little bit more exciting to the day. Today was a little slow. Well, you That's guys true. were the opening podcast with Christian Nair. That's a How'd that go? good start. I heard you guys built his character we did. in we built, we built That's Hodor. awesome. It was a lot of fun. And uh, we went over there and we had him. The goal is to uh, get these celebrities to fill out their character sheets and then, as the player name, sign their signature. Oh, so we got him awesome. a signature at this All player. right. So, Creeper, I have to play this right to the field, correct? You sure do. Correct. All right. And you can't you... win if you have this unless the goal says otherwise. And then you immediately draw a card to replace it. To make up for it, yes. Gotcha. Oh, okay. You can't win unless you, if you have this. If you have oranges or limes on the table, discard this immediately. There you go. All right. I'm okay with that. Which, is, which means you don't get rid of oranges, as we so. were having the discussion yeah. earlier. Interesting. Okay. Um, so you still have two plays because those do not count. Okay. And is there a way I get rid of this, or does it just go away naturally? Whatever. There uh, are other cards. There are cards that will, that will let you trash a creeper. Gotcha. Or During there might turn, be another condition. You can discard this card if you also have a booty keeper from the table. From the table, or you may give this card away if you have a captain's hat on the table. There you go. Okay. Booty card is anything with the coin the money purse symbol? on it. Okay. All right. Um, I will play an action of steal a keeper. And I'll take this. Oh, and sad does it get rid of both of them? Yeah. Okay. That's I'd probably get rid of my oranges as well, right? No, no, no. Oranges, okay. Because that says stay. it was very clear that it stated that if, if you have, have them on the, the table, discard the creeper. Gotcha. Well, as you can hear, that sounds like uh, the end of day one for any popcon. That's right. I'm getting ready for my departure. I guess we couldn't have timed that much better than could we? Yeah. Hello? Well, with that being okay. said... I'm head back over there. Right. Well, We're going to send... As the exhibit hall is closed, the convention is not over. Lots of events. Check your program guide. That's a pretty well, key piece of information. Yeah, right. Um, I know that there's a 24-hour game room. That's right. There's uh, still the... Uh, Comedy show. Paul and Storm on Paul the main Storm stage. Paul and Storm on the main stage. And, uh, True Dungeon 101 is yeah. on, going on right now. Yep. We were already we talking about that by six Lance. 6 o'clock on the nose. So definitely, uh, if you're still here, come and check it out. If you're not here, come and check it out. And uh, we will talk to you guys again later. Thank you so much, Teaspoon, for, for having me. hanging out. And yeah. uh, we'll check we'll you guys later. All right. Later. Bye. Please visit us at www.theestablishedfacts.com and our Facebook page, facebook.com slash theestablishedfacts. If you'd like to support us by buying some merchandise, visit cafepress.com slash castingrobot. Bonus.